What are you talking about? Hell no. Uh uh, that ain't gonna fly. Facts, homie. Straight facts. I just wanna keep it real. It's all I know. Fake news? Uh uh. Why would you do that? Exactly where did you get that from? Nah, can't believe it. Man, you gotta come with some papers. You got to show papers on that. This is it, man. This is the start. This is the start. Yeah, man, this is how it's gonna start. It, yes, man, real spiel. This is how it's gonna start. The show starts. Huh? Yes, man, the intro. Real spiel. Real spiel. Yes, real. All right, so I'm out hooping today, and a bum fight breaks out. <laughs> Where? At the court or like in the park nearby? In the middle of the court. It's like one of those four, imagine a giant four square and there's four separate basketball courts. And in the middle of these four courts, while I'm playing on one half and like four dudes are playing on the other half, two bums just waltz into the middle of the court and start talking about fighting each other. Like they just, what, did they walk in together? Yeah. And I'm being presumptuous saying they were bums. But they were definitely former inmates because they were complaining about or arguing over which one was more of a convict or which one was more of a felon. They were like, no, you a felon. You a felon. You convicted of rape. You a pedophile. And I'm like, Jesus. One of them was like a Mexican looking dude. He's like, get the fuck off the court. And the other dude looked like my buddy Javante, unfortunately, at age 50, which was kind of rough. But, yeah, he had like a 40 ounce and just... They were hollering at each other, and one was running from the other one. It just reminded me of bum fights, circa like 2004. Did they get any good punches in? No, because the black dude kept running away from the Mexican dude. Oh. Yeah, which was good for us because I was able to focus on shooting basketball while also looking at the bum fight. And they had a dude holding a cell phone just kind of like recording them randomly. There was a dude who was waiting on the bus, but, you know, like us, he was very intrigued by what was going on. Maybe it was all set up. I don't think it was for no YouTube video or Instagram video. The Mexican dude was pretty mad because he said, why every time I come over there, you run away? And he was actually trying to chase him, but he was really out of shape. Uh, and the black dude was still kind of like, he was fresh out because he was kind of buff still. Like You could tell he still does prison workouts in the parks, <laughs> like local parks. Like the pull-ups and the dips yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, you can catch him in the local parks doing those upside-down dips <laughs> that you only learn in prison. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, it reminded me of that website, which is kind of crazy how the government or whatever, I know they don't regulate the internet, but they started to definitely clamp down on certain things, because when I was a kid, it was way more unfiltered, the shit you could get online. There was like those faces of death type videos, and there was definitely bum fights. It was a website. You don't remember bum fights? Nah. You never went to bum fights. Oh, man, did you ever go to backyard fights or, like, backyard wrestling? None of that stuff. Maybe this was just shit that we got in Alaska because it was so cold and snowing all the time. We were bored and had to make up random content. But this was real shit you could find online. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I knew of, like, street fights, like Kimbo Slice. This was pre-that, but same type of website. So in that same vein, it would be a group of dudes who would go out on the street and pay bums to do stuff. And they would pay homeless people to fight each other. And Terrible. After four or five years, I guess the site got pulled down by whoever banned shit online. But yeah, it was up for a while. And it was, it was entertaining. 
And there was one homeless dude who, if YouTube was a thing back then, these dudes would have been millionaires. Because there was a homeless guy who used to film himself just breaking in people's cars outside bowling alleys. He said, let me tell you right now. This is how I make my money. I call this wild style. And then he would just... Yeah, I don't know that YouTube would let that would let that fly. No. All you have to do is say it's a stage skit. And I'm pretty sure they let it go. I mean, they let that Logan Paul dude go into the suicide force. And that was the straw that broke the camel's back for him. I'm pretty sure you could steal shit. I guess. That's kind of breaking the law, though, whereas going in that forest not breaking the law. You're kind of stealing money from parents when you think about the way those paywalls and stuff are set up on some of those games and YouTube, not so much, but I know with some things like you need your parents' credit card, and South Park made a whole episode about it where these kids are just fucking charging up crazy phone bills because the credit card is attached to the phone bill, and the kids just keep clicking yes, 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 go, go, go. And the parents don't know what's going on. And then eventually they set up parental controls and all this different stuff. But for a long time, I'm sure parents were out here just paying $600 phone bills. And some parent bill, some parents probably still are. Well, yeah, I mean, phone bills are that much to begin with nowadays anyway. No. Not really. I'm just exaggerating. But, they're, much but phone? they're expensive. Phone, dude, I don't know. I pay my mom money every month. Because oh, yeah. we do the family plan, so I'm on on that. I miss those days. They kicked me off the family plan like three years ago. I paid one sixteen a month, but I get unlimited. If I didn't get unlimited, it'd still be like ninety eight. Yeah. So one sixteen is a pretty good deal. Bundle with that files. True. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Everybody's cutting the cord off though. Cord cutting. All you need really is internet now, but internet's expensive on its own, so it's easier to just bundle it. Yeah, no, that's exactly why you should go with Fios. Because if you own Verizon, it's wild. For the Fios, which is a better, faster service, they charge you like 50, 60 bucks for however many megabytes up, down, 50 up, 50 down. Whereas with the other shit, Comcast, Xfinity, Cox, wherever you're at, RCN in D.C., they're charging you $120 for that same speed without cable. Then if you want to add cable, it's like 125 or something. I think it's crazy. So they know you don't want the cable. They don't care. They bend you over the table either way. Yeah, they know they can do it too. Well, the man's always going to get their money. That's what matters. We were talking earlier about how they used to make us think watches were worth as much as they were. And really, it's just a namesake. And people still will pay six figures, millions of dollars for watches. But now we know you can just get a really nice watch online and just pay shipping. And for well, people. Yeah, but it's cheap ass watch. Yeah, it is. And yeah, some some watches are it's too there's such thing as like too cheap a watch. Oh definitely. Cause you get a cheap watch, that's just gonna break real quick. Yeah, a Folex. You get what you pay for. But at the same time, those name brands, man, they would make you think these minerals and resources are precious. The De Beers Corporation and Sunglass Hut, whoever owns all the glass for the sunglasses, man. Now we know with companies like Movement and social media, it's kind of interesting how that shit changed with these uh, direct brand marketing. Like, what is it, Dollar Shave Club? They completely shut down the uh, shaving industry or completely flipped it on its head. Because now, Magellan, not Magellan, <laughs> what is it? Magellan's a traveling shit. 
I haven't used a razor like that exactly in years, so I couldn't tell you. Gillette used to charge twenty dollars for razors, but they, you know, can't do that anymore because of the competition out there with Dollar Shave Club and all these other shaving companies. And the same thing, movement watches, movement sunglasses. I use an electric razor. If I wanted to shave clean, I would go get a nice razor, but I, it's been years since I've done that, too. Yeah, I use an electric razor, too. And I don't plan on doing that anytime soon. Or I'll get a straight razor by the barber, like Mr., uh, I forget his name. No, his name was just Mr., and the color purple. He used to get straight razor by Sealy. And that makes me feel important. Nice, hot cream on your face. It sounds suggestive, but... Anybody that's had that close shave knows what I'm talking about, so don't get any ideas. Yeah, no, a nice hot shave is is appreciated. Well, thinking about industry shifters with the people in the blade industry and watches and sunglasses and all that, got me thinking about Steph Curry, too, how he is a complete game changer in the sense that when I think about LeBron James, Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, there were still dudes that ate during that era, right? There are guys, Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Durant. You still think of other great players in the LeBron era. I mean, Steph Curry. They're all eating. They're winning championships. Dwayne Wade, Shaq was still around. Dirk Nowitzki ate. Everybody ate when LeBron was around. He's just feeding people, and that's part of his mentality. Whereas Steph is just cutting people off. He is literally diminishing how we see Dame Lillard. I have conversation with friends who appreciate basketball as much as I do, and they'll say Russell Westbrook is a lesser player, as if he didn't just average a triple-double for the last two seasons. But because Steph exists, he's literally cutting people off in the West. Now, Giannis might get a ring this year. We'll see. But until it happens, it remains to be seen. Steph's going to end up looking down on everybody at the end with five or six for as long as he want to play. Yeah, but I don't think that... Other people are irrelevant or lesser because Steph's not even the best point guard in the league. Who's better point guard than Steph? Steph's not a over, and Steph's a shooter. Is a shooter. He's not a pure point guard. Who's a better point guard in the league, Jake? If you go in the sense of pure point guards, then Russ is a better point guard. Dame is a better point guard. Chris Paul is a better point guard. So why is it that in the closing moments they're not a better player than Steph Curry is? There's a difference between player and and point guard just like Steph Curry is the best shooter in the league but isn't even the best shooter on his team well we've changed what so, a point guard is that's, you see what I'm saying because both of those things are possible because Klay Thompson is a better shooter than Steph but Steph is the best shooter in the league so is Klay Thompson a better shooter than Chef? he's a better <laughs> you said that funny <laughs> he's a better he's a, on his team Steph is the second best shooter on his team but he's the best shooter in the league you understand how what you're saying doesn't make sense, right? It's possible for both to happen. I'm not the only one who said this. No, people say that, but that doesn't mean it makes sense. People say a lot of things that are retarded. I don't think that makes any sense. Steph is the best player in the league, the best point guard in the league. And he's not the best player in the league. The best point guard he's, in the he's not the best player in the league. That boy can't play defense for shit. He's the first unanimous MVP we've ever seen. It that doesn't, doesn't matter. He's the best player in the league, It doesn't bro. matter in a league where defense doesn't matter. Because he's not even the best player on his team. It doesn't matter. KD arguably is the best player in the league, but I would say Giannis is the best player in the league. Okay. 
How many unanimous MVPs do they have? MVP doesn't mean you're the best player in the league. Steph Curry was the first unanimous MVP. It says most valuable player. And we'll see this year. You don't know. He was the first unanimous MVP of all time. That doesn't mean he... Okay. He's the first... Okay, so that makes him better than Jordan? player... Did I say he's the best player of all time? Yeah, but that's what you're saying. Because he has MVPs, he's the best... The no. first unanimous MVP means he's the best player in the league? No. No, I'm saying it means he's the most dominant player we're seeing in the modern era. I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. LeBron is more dominant than Steph Curry. Steph Curry completely revolutionized. Steph so Curry's not dominant, man. Point guard he, Steph Curry can just throw the ball up and it goes in. Doesn't mean he's dominant. He's not a dominant player. Everything you're saying is on wax right now. You recognize that, right? Okay. Steph Curry is the most dominant at the most important position, doing the most important thing. What is the op? What what are you supposed to do in basketball? Giannis Jake? is more oh, dominant Jake, Jake, than Steph. Jay LeBron is more dominant than Steph. Jake, what is the point in basketball? Put the ball in the hoop, right? To win the game. Steph has the to most not let the other players score of any team. No, he, not to let. No, no, that's not. That's not the, the, point the point of basketball. the game is to you to put points up and them not points up. And who puts up most points? And who can't stop somebody from putting up points? Steph has more points than any player. In a closing final, 146. We're just going to have to agree to disagree because neither of us are going to move the other one. Oh, no, of course not. But it's about having the conversation on wax because it's a very important conversation to be had. Steph Curry is the most dominant player we've seen in the last five years because of everything I just said. Like the numbers, the relevancy of the point guard position. The dominance he's had over others in the league during his time as the most Another reason I disagree with this player. point is because he has ballers on his team. So you don't think he makes them better? He stretches the floor to a point that Draymond is able to push the action the way that he is. And he spreads the paint to the point that Clay is able to score 60 points on five dribbles. They have I don't think people recognize Four of the best players play. in the league. Like, I, don't think is, I don't think you can say someone's the most dominant when they have four superstars on their team. Yeah, all those four superstars came to relevancy when Steph was there. No, oh, nah, bro. Because KD's been relevant way before KD Steph. KD didn't win shit before Steph got there. KD went to the finals in OKC. KD and was MVP in OKC. So tell me this. Do you think KD was going to win a championship without Steph? And do you think he's going to win one without Steph? Yes. Okay. Well, that remains to be seen. I disagree. But he didn't win one with Russell Westbrook, who you say is a better point guard. Doesn't make sense. Overall point guard. He plays defense. Did he, he, he plays defense. Did he win a championship he with Russell Westbrook? Boards. Did he win a championship with Russell Westbrook? No. Did he win a championship when he had Russell Westbrook and James Harden? No. So who's a better player? James Harden wasn't James. the same player then. That's like saying, oh, Paul Granger had had Paul George on his team. It's like, yeah, as a fucking rookie. Yeah, Danny Granger had Paul George. But that doesn't matter. James Harden is now the best player with another point guard that you say is a better overall point guard, right, Chris Paul? Overall point guard, they are better than Steph Curry. Overall point guard. So in James a game Harden, of basketball, so James Steph, Curry is the best, point guard? Steph Curry is the best scorer in the league. What is more important at the point guard position? Being a facilitator. To win games? You think that matters more? Because Russell Westbrook when is you, a better facilitator, That's right? what a point guard... You, you would that's say Russell Westbrook is a better facilitator, a right? That, yes. Then why doesn't he have championships, Jake? Because that doesn't matter as much. One player can't win championships. He had 
who you also say is a better player on the team. If that's the case, Kevin Brown would have won his, his first few years in the league, a ring his first few years in the league, if one player won championships. So you're arguing that facilitation isn't as important in the game, right? Unless yes, it you, is. Then how come the facilitators don't win more titles, Jake? Name some of the best point guards to, to win titles. Go ahead. Magic Johnson. Facilitator. Exactly. And who did he have on his team? And he was a facilitator. The greatest scorer of all time. Yes, but Magic Johnson scored, did, got assists, got boards, played defense. Steph doesn't play defense. He can't. He can't cover the best guards. He can't. How many titles does Magic Johnson have without like Isaiah Thomas? Isaiah Thomas in the league when he plays two years ago was the best scorer in the league. Okay, little dude, five eight, putting up thirty plus a game. Like, oh, he took Boston to wherever he took him. So he, I can make the same argument for him. No, you can't because Isaiah Thomas doesn't have two MVPs or a title. He didn't do that while also winning. How do those things doesn't make you the best point guard in the league, bro? Then what does? In the traditional sense, when you go, if you were going to pick out of all the point guards in history, if you were putting a, a team together and said, let me have the most point guard, not scoring point guard, like point guard, what a point guard is supposed to be in you're the NBA. You're talking about 1980s basketball. Even today, that's what Chris Paul is. Why doesn't he have a title? How come every what teams time, has he been on? How come every time Name Steph, players who he's played with. Jake, how come every time Steph plays and he breaks him off? So Steph should have won. By your reasoning, Steph should have won his first few years in the league. No, he had bad ankles. As <laughs> soon as his ankles got healthy, he's been unstoppable. Would you argue that? There's no argument to be had here. You're saying that point guard is the most important position in basketball. Steph is... I didn't say it's the most important position in basketball. It's not? You just said facilitating is one of the most important one things of, in basketball. One of, not the most. The most thing, the most important thing is scoring, though, right? Who's the best scorer in the league? The most important thing is winning games. Steph was the you best player. You can win games by playing defense. That's why Virginia won the national title, because they have... You're talking that, about college basketball. Steph was the best player on a 73-win team. We're not talking about college basketball. We're talking about the NBA. In the NBA, Steph's the best player. So you're going back three years player. now, like... But overall, he's not but the best right point guard in the no, league. Right now, with KD being hurt, I'm saying we're being reminded. And that's why I'm bringing this up. Because Steph is reminding us why he's the most important player in the league and why he's the best player in the league. Dame Lillard just came without, off. Dame Lillard just came off one of the best series we've ever seen. Without, without Draymond, they don't win the, the games. Okay. Okay. Without James Worthy, without Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Irvin doesn't have five titles. We could say that for every great player that's ever played. Without Dennis Rodman, without Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan might not have six titles. You're, without Phil Jackson. You're arguing that Steph Curry's winning those games. They have Clay the Thompson and Draymond Green, who are both superstars, best players, some of the best players in the league. Scottie Pippen was one of the best defenders in the league when Michael Jordan won six titles. All these things are irrelevant. Who's the best player? Who's the most important? Who moves the needle? The best player in the, in the NBA this year was Giannis. The best player in the NBA right now is Kevin Durant. Okay, who's moving the needle the most on the Golden State Warriors? You think it's Kevin Durant? Without Kevin Durant, they showed that they won a title. And right now, they're showing that they're capable of winning a title without Kevin Durant. They, wait, they, they, won, a the they won a title without, without Kevin Durant? Absolutely. In 2014. Definitely did. Gentlemen swept those Cavs. I don't know if you recall. They definitely have a title without KD. Then they oh, lost I think I bet on them that year. Yeah. I think I made money that year. And then they lost to the Cavs without KD. 73-win team. KD's not a comeback, dude. He's, his, his shit's fucked. That's what I'm saying. So if he doesn't come back and they still beat the Bucks and Steph finally gets it, I don't think they're going to beat the Bucks. Number one. Okay. And number we'll two, see. again, they have multiple superstars on their team. Jake, every 
great player that's ever won a title has had multiple superstars. So that argument's irrelevant. Well, that's, the best not, that's, that's not necessarily true. So is Draymond Green better than Scottie Pippen? No. All right. We're somewhere. Is Clay Thompson better than Dennis Rodman? I'd say Well, maybe. they don't play the same position. But who's more impactful, given the era? Well, is three-point shooting more important than rebounding and defense? I don't think that's ever been the case. I think Dennis Rodman is a more important player. Well, you could argue that, that well, they have different players. They bring different things to the team because you'd probably be better off comparing Draymond to Dennis Rodman. Tony Kukoc versus Clay Thompson. Who? Tony Kukoc. Great European player. He was an all-star in his time. Steve Kerr versus Clay Thompson. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, <laughs> I, that's, I don't know who to compare Clay on on those Bulls teams. All I'll say is Dennis is a, Dennis Rodman was the kind of guy like Draymond. He brings the attitude to the team. Yeah, okay. So would you say Dennis Rodman, Draymond? I'd say probably Draymond right now to this team is more important than Dennis Rodman to those teams. I mean, when they added Dennis Rodman, they got over the hump and got two more titles. But I see what you're saying. There's argument to be had there. All I'm saying is I mean, every- without, without Draymond, who do you have? As your like emotional leader, like Kevin Durant, who has fucking burner accounts. Andre Iguodala, maybe. But no, you're right. I get your point. But what I'm saying is, the Bulls were blessed with great coaching and great leaders around Jordan because he didn't win shit between North Carolina and eight years into the league. He needed Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, and Phil Jackson. All right, you need good leadership and you need teammates. Same can be said for LeBron. Same can be said for any great player. Irvin Johnson is probably one of the only ones that came into the league like as a rookie and won a title playing every position on the floor without his best player uh, playing with him in the finals. Yeah, no, I was, I was going to say, dude, like, Magic's Man, Man, a special kind of player because you're a point guard and then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar goes down and you play center in the finals and kill it. Like, hookshot junior, bro. And if you watch that game on YouTube, which is available, he dominated from, like, a point forward type position. He was basically doing what LeBron did in 1980. It's ridiculous, but... Magic Johnson is one of the greatest players of all time and the best point guard of all time. I never said Steph Curry is the best point guard, best point guard of all time. I said he's the best player on the best I, team. I wasn't right talking now. about all time. And I'm saying the best point guard right now. Like he's the best small player of all time because before him you would say Isaiah Thomas. And is I think he's better it, I mean, than Isaiah isn't, Thomas. Isn't Steph like six two? Yeah, six three. I mean, it's not really like. Small for a point guard. I mean, Isaiah's six one, or he's listed as six one, but I think he's small. He's a little I mean, guy. Kyrie's like six, six foot. But I'm saying Steph is known for being fragile. He's a little guy. He can't even dunk. Come on now, he got hung on the rim. He, you would call him a small player. I mean, that's why he had to learn to shoot threes. That's what I'm saying. So you classify him as a smaller guy. As far as players under six five go, that have won titles as the best player on their team, it's Isaiah Thomas, Steph Curry. And Dwayne Wade. Those are the only three. Wait, say again, sorry. Isaiah Thomas, Steph Curry, and Dwayne no, Wade no, are the only three players to have won titles as players under 6'5 on their team. They're the only three players in NBA history to have won NBA titles as the best player on their team under 6'5. It's it. And you can go down the list and make arguments for certain dudes, whether or not scoring is more important on teams, but they're the only ones. Because dominant scorers like that who are high-volume dudes typically aren't able to win titles. That's why Steph is such an anomaly because he'll shoot 18 threes, make nine of them, and because three-point shooting is so important in the modern era, it just completely flips everything. I mean, I get what you're saying from a point guard perspective because I used to be in the boat where I want Russell Westbrook because he's a dog and he's going to go at you every single play. But his mentality... But that's not even what I'm talking about either. I, but that used to be my argument. His mentality in the tight moments and 
his aggression and his willingness sometimes, I think sometimes he's too motivated to win. And I think sometimes Steph Curry, I think at this point Steph Curry's gotten in a lot of these dudes' head. Like every time Russ Westbrook plays the Warriors, especially since KD joined him, it, he might as well count it as a loss. And then you saw what happened against the the Blazers. They completely crumbled. Well, And then the Blazers uh, completely crumbled against the Warriors. Yeah, to be fair, Dave Miller was playing t- two games with like broken and or separated ribs, which is not an easy thing to do. This is very true. And they came off a tough series against the now, Nuggets. Now, to be fair, they were also up by 15-plus in like three straight games. And Myers Leonard's your leading scorer. And fucking Draymond is the reason that <laughs> game three, at least, that they won game three. They were up by 17 all three of those games. And Richard Jefferson, like, copy and pasted each tweet every game just saying, yeah, they're up 17 and I'm 50-50 on whether or not they can win. And the game three, I got to my buddy's house. It was halftime. And I looked at, like, the, they had the stats up on the TV, and I was like, oh, the Warriors are going to come back and win this game. Because Draymond was the reason they were in the game, and Steph and Clay weren't doing anything. And of course, one of them just has to get hot. And then Myers Leonard was the leading scorer <laughs> for Portland. And I was like, yo, Myers Leonard can't be the leading scorer when you have Dame and CJ. Yeah. I knew they were going to lose game four when they shot 60% in the first half. Like you said, Miles Leonard had 25 points. They were playing that well. Dude, and they he was still, killing it. But I'm saying they were playing that well, and they were still close. That's yeah. when you know they're going to lose. Because Steph hadn't even turned it on yet. But the, that's the thing. I think as long as the Bucks win the series against the Raptors, which they should because Kawhi's hurt. His quad is not 100%. He can't cover Giannis all game. And if he doesn't do it, nobody can. Uh, the Bucks are built. To beat the Warriors. To beat the Warriors. And we're not going to talk about what ifs, but all Steph needs to stamp his greatness in my mind as, I mean, he's already great, but to stamp his, to what I'm talking about as being this cutoff type dude, like a dude who's literally making it so other dudes ain't eating out here. He's He got dudes in the West starving. Westbrook's not getting a title ever. Dame Lillard's not getting a title ever as long as they're in the West. So I'm saying he needs a finals MVP to put that stamp on it where it's like, all right, You've been the best player. That's why KD needs to go. KD has robbed us. I think Dame can win in the West. It, this should is gonna. They're gonna leave. <laughs> KD's gonna leave. Draymond might stay. I think Clay definitely wants to leave. Draymond and Clay are both staying. I don't think so. All right, we'll see about all that. But I think the only person leaving is KD. Those dudes are a brotherhood out there, and they they came up together. I think one of them is leaving. I, I, yeah, one of them. Name KD. No, other than KD. One and of them. Boogie's going to stay. <laughs> I don't think so. You know, who, who, who would pick Boogie up? I think it's under... Uh, that's like an undervalued There's dumbass teams, bro. <laughs> there's a dumbass team. No, there's an under, he's an undervalued pickup, though. Isn't he? Like, if he's healthy. If he comes in healthy... Well, he uh, he can't stay healthy. Yeah, seven-footers don't usually get better. Once that Achilles goes and them legs start going. But I don't know, man. I was having an argument with this chick the other night about... What have we been robbed of more when Jordan went and played baseball for those three years and basically gifted titles to the Rockets or when KD joined the Warriors and Steph was on that all-time run, unanimous MVP, another MVP. They lost that title on some fluke stuff because we all know Draymond Green shouldn't have been suspended for game five. You know, maybe he should have, whatever. Missed the rules. Like. The rules be the rules, but whatever. They 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 lost the 3-1 series lead. They got a little cocky after the 73-1 season. They didn't need KD. KD needed them to solidify his greatness because if KD don't, don't join the Warriors, he don't have the two rings and the two unanimous MVPs and, you know, the all-time great status that he's establishing now because I find it ironic that 
all of a sudden KD became the best player in the league when he joined Steph Curry. Nah, he, he was in the he was in the discussions when he was in OKC. Bro, he was in the discussions, but it was always LeBron and then KD. Not always. There was like two years that people would argue KD was better than LeBron. What year? Twenty fourteen? That year when he won the MVP? I don't remember years like that, dude. No, I do, and I'm I'm <laughs> t- I'm saying right now, people can look it up when they listen. There's been no time definitively where anyone worth listening to said KD was a better basketball player all around than LeBron. They would have said scoring and whatnot, but only the last two years have people said, oh, KD's defense got a little bit better, and oh, he can pass the ball all of a sudden. Yes, because he has, like you said, four all-stars on his team. I just think it's ironic that those conversations just started. I don't think they just started. They did, bro. They did. They did not just start. He was never considered a better all-around player. You just said when I brought up Steph is the best player, you said LeBron is still the best all-around player in the league because I think so too. He is the best all-around player in the league. Well, I said dominant. Not necessarily best all-around. Who do you think is better all around than LeBron? I mean, I'd have to sit here and rack my brain to see if I could think of somebody. But I'm just saying what I said. I'm just saying what I said was. We're thinking James Harden. We're thinking Giannis. We're thinking KD. We're thinking Steph. We're thinking LeBron. LeBron does dribble passing and shooting better than Giannis because he shoots better than Giannis. But like you say, if we're talking dominance, it's Giannis. I think three-point shooting is more important than dunking, though even if it is at a 70% clip. And we'll find out when the finals happen. I think. If you're shooting threes at 60% and you're dunking at 70%, I want to do the shooting threes at 60%. I think uh, Dirk is still the best player in the league. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You will be the next Dirk. They got triple Dirks. (laughs) Oh, we are uh, triple Dirks. (laughs) I mean, hey. <laughs> that joke was funny, yeah. They had LeBron. I mean, granted, it wasn't real LeBron, but they had LeBron going on everyone in there. You talking about the recent game of zones? Yeah. Yeah. He was he walked very in with upset. the cup of wine. <laughs> Highly upset to be a part of those proceedings. <laughs> and your garbage houses. But no, I, I just think it's, it's very undervalued what Steph is doing right now. And it's. Highly, highly underappreciated the greatness that we were robbed of. Everybody talks about Jordan playing baseball and how, oh, he would have gotten eight. The Warriors are going to end up going to like six straight, seven straight finals as a team, which is wild. I mean, they've already been to five straight. Again, I don't know about that. Bro, even if KD leaves, who's beating them in the West? I mean, you saw plenty of teams challenge them this year. They're clearly not the same team they were. Who, Jay? What finals are you watching? They dominated the Rockets. They dominated... The Trailblazers, like what are you watching? What are you? What is going on? Uh, what play? Oh, sorry, dominated the Trailblazers. They're they beat down by them, seventeen. Bro. Yeah, they sweep them. But I'm saying like oh, they show vulnerabilities. That t- if the if the Blazers just hold consistent and not have terrible shooting performances, where they go from being like a decent team in the first half and holding a lead to maybe like eh, a really bad team in the second half. Like, a mature team is going to hold that experienced team in the playoffs, going to hold the lead. You sound ridiculous, bro. <laughs> you sound ridiculous. But, you know, results bear out everything that has happened. A sweep is a sweep, and the fact that KD's been hurt doing it says all I need to see. Nobody's going to remember the fact that, oh, they were up by 17, and, you know. Well, no one remembers any of that. It was kind of hurt. Exactly. It's all about the results, bro. Sweep is a sweep, and they're getting dominated. In every facet of the game. I get what you mean. Like, they're not up by 20 during the whole game. But when it matters most. And honestly, Steph played like shit every game until the fourth quarter. And then he just decides, oh, I'm just going to turn it on in the fourth quarter. Third and fourth. Yeah, it just goes for 36. 
Yeah. Yeah, when you shoot 30 times, though, you know. Yeah, 19 threes, and you make nine of them, that's still like a 50% clip. But like I said, high volume if players. I, I mean, like usually, if I shot 30 times, I'd probably put up, you know, 20 points. Yeah, in the rec league. For sure. But in the NBA, when high-volume dudes under 6'5 do that, they typically don't do what he does, and that's why it's so crazy. But, you know, we can go through the history of the NBA all day and talk about other great players and compare them. But the numbers will be the numbers, and at the end of the day, Steph Curry doesn't get the respect that he deserves because he's undersized and he's a skinny, very, very, you know, fragile and, you know, what is it? Uh, what's the word for mal-mannered? Not, he's not a loud mouth. He's not going to get in your face. That's the reason he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. And he's got ugly shoes. I think he gets plenty of the respect it's kind of that goofy. he deserves. Yeah, right. Charles Barkley said, Would I play D? They're not winning a title. Charles Barkley wouldn't have said that if Steph Curry got hurt. If Steph Curry got hurt, he would have said, KD going to have to put this back on his team. going to have to put his team on his back. But I'm telling you, bro, the other great players, when they talk about him on. Even with KD, they're not going to win a title. Even with KD, they're not going to beat the Bucks. No. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's your opinion. But I'm just saying, bro, it's kind of crazy how whenever Steph is talked about in those arenas, it's never on the same level. But also quoting Charles Barkley. Like, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, other I'm, Kenny Smith said the same thing. Kenny Smith, they, they, they say that about I him. don't think they're wrong, though. You know? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's just odd how that, how that perception exists around this dude. But it'll change. Just keep on winning, boy. Just keep on winning. Game changers. And it's wild how all those organizations are just built around solid leadership at the top. Like, every single one of those organizations have definitive leadership, definitive players. Like, all the roles are set. You know who's doing what. Whereas you look at what's going on with the Lakers right now and Magic Johnson going on first take and airing all their dirty laundry while also at the same time saying, but we still a family, though. Is like, I, I feel sorry for LeBron. He should demand a trade immediately. Yeah, I mean, it's not LeBron's fault <laughs> that the other players on the Lakers are all sensitive. <laughs> no, they can't handle it. But it is his fault for going out there thinking, well, I'm going to just focus on Hollywood and let Magic take care of the basketball stuff. Yeah, I mean, they'll get, they should, we'll see what happens after this year in free agency. Yeah. I mean, if they can convince Kawhi to come, which Magic made it seem like that's an actual possibility, when you get in that room, man, I don't know. I think he's going to get in that room with Steve Ballmer and Doc Rivers and like what they have to say way more than Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka. We'll see. You think LeBron's going to help recruit? If I was LeBron, then I would. Rich Paul said that they're going to stay out of it as far as the operational piece. Like, I mean, as far as recruiting his friends and asking dudes to play, he's done all he can do, right? Niggas don't even want to be in a movie with this dude. That's because it takes up time, man. Playing takes up more time. I don't know. I don't. Who do you see joining him? Plus, a movie is like is is like work. They're playing basketball. It's not work. I understand what you mean. Well, I mean it is work, but it's not like it's, it's more work. It's not the same. That's what I'm saying. I feel like shooting a movie is like fucking up in the earliest fucking the morning, getting off latest fucking night. Do you really think? LeBron was asking NBA players to do that. I think he was asking them to be in a cameo with him as a friend, and they were like, nah, bro. Nah, I think, like, he needs the five players for the other squad. We don't know what the story's about to be. You're right. Maybe they're going to be used in long, elaborate scenes, and Kawhi just wasn't on that because he's too fun a guy. 
But I don't think he asked Kawhi. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And they banking on Kawhi coming to play with him just because of the L.A. factor. I think that Laker factor is worn out, bro. If I was well, a player right from now, there? Yeah, he's from L.A. If I was a player, I'd rather play with the Clippers right now. More money with the owner. You got Jerry West. The Clippers are still the backseat to the Lakers in L.A. They're still the backseat to the Lakers in the world. But on the court, that's all that matters, bro. In Staples, like when they playing head-to-head, I'm picking the Clippers for at least the next two years. I mean, if you really look at when the Lakers fell apart, when Lonzo got hurt. And when LeBron was down. You're right. I mean, you're right. I mean, Lakers were number four. Maybe I'm overreacting. Because they, they probably would have made the playoffs if they all stayed healthy. They definitely would have. Yeah, they definitely would have. I mean, they beat the Warriors on Christmas Day. Let's not forget. You know, when LeBron was healthy, and for whatever that's worth, regular season. But, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. A lot of basketball talk. Yeah, 40 minutes. <laughs> Are we 40 minutes in? 36. Oh, man. 37. Yeah, well, that's just what was on my mind, man. Hey, you know, and it's a good thing we disagree. Oh, yeah, no. We I'm went right. for a while off of that. It's all good. I'm right. Uh, no, but we'll, we'll see, dude. Time will tell. Like Mike Greenberg says on Get Up, as usual, I'm right. To quote, to quote the finale, ask me in 10 years. <laughs> To quote the finale, it's not up to you. <laughs> I love that phrase, dude. Like, it's not up to you. But no, it's not up to you. Yeah. It's just not up to you. Yeah. Next time somebody says that about Sam, I, I wish it was up to us, but it's just, it's just not up to us. It's not. It's really not. Who's the MVP? Giannis. Gotta be. <laughs> not up to me. Yeah, he definitely, he should be. I mean, it's him, Harden, and Paul George. I could see an argument for each of them, but it, it's gotta be Giannis. Bro, I really wish Giannis was into acting because he would have been so dope as an unsullied. Can you imagine Giannis? He looked like he would have fit in like Grey Worm's bigger brother. Oh, my God. And just like no words. Dobageddies. And then you just see this seven-foot giant. Him versus the mountain in the scene. Fuck if they could have figured that out somehow. That would have been funny. It would have been great. It's like when Melo was one of the goons in Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> it was so random. So random. I never watched that show, but I saw the clip on YouTube. I think he was a goon in something else I saw, too. Like a movie or something. He was in, like, SVU, I think. Yeah, he, was, he did a few acting things. Like, when he started dating Lala, he thought he was Hollywood. But he's not a good actor. He just I, plays Mellow. He did all right as a goon. But he plays Mellow. <laughs> he's like Mellow as a goon. But I guess when you're that tall, like, <laughs> like, and they make you look that way for a show, like, it's not that hard to, to do a good job. Yeah. <laughs> a good job. Like, he just looks too cool. As soon as he opens his mouth, it's like, yeah, bro, you seem like you play basketball or something. Yeah, it's not too many actors that, or too many hoopers that fare well in acting. The only one I can think of that I would legitimately enjoy watching, and I laughed at a couple times, Blake Griffin. He was pretty funny. I heard LeBron did well in Trainwreck. LeBron did well in Trainwreck, but I don't, I mean, I don't count that just because that movie was funny. I mean, they had Amy Schumer, Bill Hader. He was kind of carried. He did do well in his scenes, though. But as far as a dude, like, Blake Griffin was one of the leading men in this movie I saw that, uh, I forget her name, Whitney Cummings wrote. I think it's called The Female Brain. And he played an NBA dude who's dating this chick, and he was just kind of a jock, but he was goofy as shit. He basically played a goofy version of himself. I think Gronk might be good as an actor, too. Haven't seen him do it yet, but got a hunch. We'll see. Yeah. And if we want to count, like, real, I mean, Burt Reynolds, he's probably the best athlete to ever act, R.I.P. Yeah, that's like the dude from, uh, the Asian dude from The Hangover. He's, oh, Dr. Pro- Kim? he's probably like the best doctor to ever really act. Definitely, probably. 
If to I need act. somebody to do surgery on set, I need Dr. Kim there. I really hope he's on the casting sheet. It's so funny when I found out that he was a real doctor. I was like, no, he's not. It's like, yeah, he is. Yeah. It's funny, too, because the first time I've seen him in a movie was in Knocked Up mm-hmm. when he plays a doctor. I know, right? And, and he's, he's an like, asshole. He's like, smoking six. He smoked six. He's like, don't lie to me. I would know if you're lying, and I will not be your doctor. It was so fun. I, I mean, I thought he was serious. I was like, is this dude an actor? Is he? I feel like he's an actual doctor, and he was. And then later, he's like, it's past the point of epidural. And then he takes him in the hallway, and he's like, yeah. He snapped. He snapped. I, I don't know what the problem is, but she's going to need to get another doctor. I'm like, I'm not going to be a doctor. Come on, man. Yeah, uh, Dr. Kim. It's crazy. They said that he used to um, be on call as a surgeon while doing sets. So, like, at the comedy, so, like, he used to do his shit and then go and do open mics. So, that's crazy. Before, I can imagine it's more motivating to leave your practice if you're getting paid to be in a big-time movie. But to go do free comedy just, like, as a hobby, like, damn. That's Good for him. Yeah. yeah. It's motivation. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stories like that in Hollywood. And we're going to see them in that movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Quentin Tarantino's ninth film. They released the full trailer for it. Did you yeah, see it? today. I haven't watched it yet. It was really good. It actually says what the movie's about. And he says it's not a Manson movie, but there's a whole lot of Manson in the trailer. Yeah. There's a shit ton of Manson. But I'm thinking he might do like an Inglorious Bastards type thing where, you know, they fucked up Hitler at the end. Like, that's not how it really happened, but maybe they're going to stop him from killing Sharon Tate, which I hope because Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate. She's really hot. I don't want her to get stabbed in the belly. That'd be rough to watch. Yeah, that'd be unfortunate. And Quentin would show it, too, because he's sick. Yeah, he's a pretty gory guy. He would definitely show it. Sick dude. But how far are we in? 50 minutes? Where are we at? 42 minutes right now. All right. I think that's all I got. 42 minutes is good. That's a good place to cut it off. Yep. I had other things to say, but... You know, basketball is good to cover every once in a while. We don't got that much of it left, so... Especially around the playoffs, man. But these conversations are going to continue because once Steph wins the finals MVP and they beat the Bucks and Yeah, you're funny. I'm going to say... No, Giannis will probably win finals MVP. But I'm going to go to him. If you had to get... Let's say we know the Warriors are in the finals. So out of... Let's do it for both. If it's Warriors, Bucks, and Warriors, Raptors. If you couldn't say Giannis would be MVP and you couldn't say Steph, who would you pick to to win MVP? Draymond, because I think he's actually going to end up in winning MVP. In which series? In the finals coming up. Yeah, yeah. Which, but uh, but who from the East? Like I'm saying, do it for both. If the Bucks oh, okay. win, if the Raptors win. So if the Raptors won, I would pick Kawhi. No, I'm saying like, okay, let's say the Raptors make it to the finals. You would say the Warriors beat the Raptors, correct? So who's the MVP? No. Not named Steph Curry. Yeah, Draymond. Okay. Then if the Bucks go, who do you have winning that series? Yeah, I got the Warriors winning. Anyway. Warriors winning. And then who would you say? Draymond again? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'd say if the Raptors end up beating the Bucks, I think the Warriors sweep the Raptors. I don't, I don't see that being a competitive series. And I'd probably go, well, KD, if he's back, if not Draymond. If it's the Bucks, I got the Bucks one in since I can't say Giannis. I'm going Chris Middleton. Yeah, Chris Middleton could be it. But I think Clay Thompson's going to play a factor there. It's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun either way. Pat Connaughton might win the MVP. <laughs> Pat fucking Connaughton. Now, watch it be like like Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez or might Nick, win the MVP. Or Nikola Mirjic. Yeah, the only reason I say Draymond if they go against the Bucks or the uh, – um, Raptors, because it's going to matter how well he plays defense on their best player. Well, I don't think they have 
I don't, Draymond can't. I don't think can he cover. Can't guard Kawhi, I don't think he can guard Giannis. They're going to have to do some sort of like where they put their the guys who don't matter as much and just foul the shit out of them. KD's going to end up being the primary guard on, but they're just going to collapse the paint. Because I don't think, but that's what they want. Yeah, <laughs> but, but uh, Giannis has been struggling with the free throws. So I mean, like hacking hacking Giannis is probably not a bad idea. Yeah, as long as he's getting eighteen boards. And scoring like 15 points and everybody else is hitting threes, they're going to win. Like you said, he's basically a center that can dribble really well. It's unfortunate. That's why Jokic would have been a really good matchup against the Warriors. Like, it would have been fun to watch. I would have much rather the Nuggets just nutted up and beat the Blazers. He's too out of shape. I know. We talked about that. He, he, he could stand to lose about 20 pounds, but being that big, bulky figure is kind of what helps him dominate the paint, too. All right. True. All right. We were supposed to cut it off three minutes ago. That's it.
I wake up every morning looking for a money bag. When nigga died and he was broke, then he died sad. If I was on my dick, you niggas would be glad. Squeeze eggs on the dunk just to make it mad. Close my heart, still be nigga, I'ma get cash. Live every motherfucking day like it's my last. But die with money in my pocket and yike in my system. Eat every motherfucking day to feel like Christmas. Heard the crackers downtown, get yeah, I big numbers. I know some motherfucking hate you, yeah, and I triple.